Good evening, everybody, and a very warm welcome to another one of our lovely Saturday nights. We've had some amazing guests, and tonight's guest is equally as amazing as all the ones in the past. Absolutely. Uh, in our pre-show chat, there's definitely a an accord going on here, which is absolutely wonderful. Colin, good evening, sir. Very warm welcome to you. Evening, Laurie. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's, it's, it's a honor to be here. Uh, absolute pleasure you've come very highly recommended sir uh somebody was telling me about your online circles and they start at eight and they're still talking at about three o'clock in the morning is the complaint <laughs> yeah and it saves people searching around for two years to find a bit of information they can get it all in one go very true very true you know it, it is about communication this is what we're all about and yeah there can never be too much so absolutely wonderful could you tell us a wee bit please about uh well, obviously where you are you're out there in lovely menorca which i'm sure is a damn sight better than the weather we've had here in the uk today um but how did you come to be there um in it, well um the weather is good. Let's start with that. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, for the last week, we've had quite a bit of sunshine. It's it's a bit of a myth about Menorcan weather, to be honest, because it's so it's quite north. When people think of Spain, it's quite north. So the weather is not hot all year round. We we get kind of windy and rainy um, winters. Um, but originally, we arrived here um, with a buddy centre. To be quite honest, we came to work at a buddy centre as volunteers. Which I'd been a part of previously in England and different places, um, so that's what 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 drew us to Menorca, to be honest. And then for, then we progressed. We came out of the centre. Um, I've always been involved in spiritualism and, and and kind of connected with spirit and light and energies many years ago. So so then when when we went into lockdown. Um, we decided to to start the group, Monopoly Consciousness Group, um, and and we're just taking it taking it from there. We just got inspired from spirit, to be honest. Um, I mean, um, for uh, years, I've just sorry. No, no, no. Carry on. It's your reason. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, to be quite honest, for thirty years, everything um, my path's always been led by spirit at all times, um, and obviously. We're starting to see the world needs light at this minute. There's a global change, there's shifting human consciousness taking place. Um, people are experiencing these spiritual awakenings, which is amazing, it's beautiful. Bedding um, somewhere quite important. Evolution, it looks like it's at a turning point. Well, we're, I mean, for me, it's a cosmic event. It's, it, we look at the, um, the material world, what we call the material world. And and if we look a bit closer, we see that it's matter, material, matter. Um, and then we start viewing slightly inwards to what matter really is, the state of matter, i.e. energies, wavelengths, frequencies, and vibrations. And once the mind begins to perceive with that kind of wavelength or frequency of consciousness, all the doors of the cosmos start opening up. Um, but obviously we're accustomed from the day we're born to um, accept a solid, dense state of matter. Um, but, but 
possibly due to evolution, obviously, um, and and we're evolving at this moment in time towards what I think in the future to a um, an ethereal reality, if you like. We're beginning to understand what the ether is, um, and, and recognizing that we're we're actually ethereal beings, beings of light, emanations, and we're multidimensional. Um, filled with you know billions and billions of particles of consciousness which is individually as well as collective it's like we are dropping the ocean but we're the ocean itself and we can sense the rest of the ocean so Lo yeah lovely explanation indeed uh th this time um i am always very forceful in nobody ever wished to be at this time and with the effect that it is having upon our population yeah. however it's meant to be yes. there's no denying Definitely. that it's meant to be and everything that's evolving off of it is also yeah. meant to be there are so many people now reaching out in different levels different understandings and bringing people together in this way and it yeah. is so 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 important and interesting what you were saying about the matter, because this is what I've noticed, everything uh, that is financially based, everything that is hard and fast based are the things that are suffering the most. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like an erosion suddenly of all these institutions and uh, how we deal with it is yeah. why we are being enlightened in all these various talks various forms of communication across the internet i claim no ownership yeah. of any of it it's just free there to be heard yeah. and to give people the understanding it's not a magic wand time it's i always said we've got to be grown up now it's true it's somebody it's funny you say that because i got asked a question i think it was earlier this year or late last year and somebody I mean, I found it one of the best questions I ever asked. Um, and, and the individual said, at what point do we become adults? And and it kind of really intrigued me. And I thought, I, I thought about it, contemplated it. And I thought, well, the closest, probably the answer to the, the closest we can get to the truth of that I would say is when we become enlightened beings. <laughs> I laugh because I'd, I am no longer amazed by uh, these convergences. So at, the, at the beginning, I was going, wow, this is awesome. And now it's just sort of like, I'm more amazed if it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, we're, we've been scuffling around on our hands and knees, you know, in dark matter for, you know, aeons for centuries. Um, yeah. But I do believe I agree with what we, you said, Lawrence. I, it, there's there's no such thing as chaos. It's merely order. It's, our, it's due to our perception and our understanding and frequency of consciousness. If we if we see the simplicity of logical clarity, then then we we are reflected with, with the order of the cosmos, and and we are it. We realise that we are it and and but we tend to um we look for the details we like to perform so we tend to gather and collect lots of details both spiritually and materially in order to feel safe and secure and and i think we're at a point where that's dissolving now and that sense of just merely being 
and allowing the light to shine reflects the order of everything um and we, we i'm a big believer we've got to lose this sense of grasping and attachment we've got to this solid matter and realize it's moving it's animated and 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 we can enter into that into that energy and and the dimensions open up to us and our understanding of not only the environment we live in but those environments which are within and external to us on a cosmic scale you know this is a cosmic dance this is what we're we, we, you know it's a cosmic dance and it just feels a little bit shaky for a lot of people at the moment because um they're accustomed to that security of you know get a house get a job um have that kind of structured life and it's all dissolving now so therefore the, it, and the first thing what happens is is the fear starts to ripen and i think it's important and you guys do an amazing job as do many many you know any spiritual site any alternative medicine or therapist globally to try and and dissolve this fear and help people dissolve the fear within them um because that blocks blocks them from seeing the light i mean it's, infinite, it's, it's infinite isn't it you know yeah no i agree totally knowledge um is the greatest tool that we can have you know yeah show me a dark room i don't want to go in there put the light on and i'm quite happy going in there um that's, the uh, yeah it's right. you know you just described the mind when we go into a dark room how do we know it's dark when we're standing in the midst of a dark room how do we know it's dark because our light is reflected that energy back to us so it's our light what's in there shining which True. reflects that's the dark room you know so it's like we get we, we walk in a room and we automatically put our hand on the dim on the switch to see the clarity and this is it we've been we've been in a state of darkness within our consciousness and now we just started to put our hand in and go okay let's switch light on and if you've got yeah. a dimmer switch you can just turn it up as bright as you wish <laughs> i'll keep mine on low so i'm not noticed so much <laughs> <laughs> I think there's wisdom in that, Laurie. <laughs> <laughs> it's really <laughs> purely accidental. <laughs> Colin, sir, as much as I would love to continue on uh, with this um, banter with you, I think, yeah, yeah you're, we're definitely a resonance. Thank you. I'm going to hand the evening Thank over you. to you now. Right. Um, with your sideshow. So, Colin, without further ado, sir, the floor, as they say, is entirely yours. Thank you so much. Pleasure being here. Thank you. Okay, I just need to, um, if it's okay, good evening to everybody and thank you for coming. And thank you to Sue and Laurie for inviting me. Um, I'm really sorry, I've got to get onto these screens so I can start changing them around. Um, whoops. You You've just turned it off, mate. Sure. <laughs> that was a good stuff. Ava, ah, Ava, come in from the other room. <laughs> ah, bless you. I think I found it. Is that? Yeah, okay. yeah. Ready you are back. Ready? You are back. I, I will remove myself once more, but I am ready to pop in. <laughs> I will need it. I'll need it. Technically, I'll fail. I know. Well, um, well good evening, everybody. Um, and as you can see, the presentation is about building a spiritual foundation. Um, we're going to be looking at key aspects 
it is a PowerPoint presentation, but I won't play the film. I'll, I'll just flip through the slides if that's okay. Um, I have a tendency, just a slight kind of part of the introduction, I have a tendency to go flying off in all directions at certain points, not all the time. I like to keep some kind of focus. Um, but I have been working as a medium and, and with spirit for many years. So sometimes they often like to try and push me out of the way and put those beautiful thoughts and words in or inspiration. Um, so as you can see, um, we're at a stage in evolution where many people are already awakened. We've gone through a process of evolution where um, from like the Neanderthal caveman days and we're gradually evolving and as we evolve through each age it appears that our consciousness shifts to its next frequency we can call this a higher frequency it's not a very good word higher and lower but let's say a more finer or purer frequency and as we move through each age or, or stage of evolution and the consciousness moves quite possibly through what's called the chakras or the vortices of energy um we've we've kind of finally reached this stage where our consciousness is ascending probably uh, faster and more expansive than, than we've ever known um, in the recorded history of what we've been told anyway. Um, we know most cultures around the world had their uh, spiritual communities, shamanic communities, what try to share and, and um, offer this knowledge to their communities and, and, and to a broader field, if you like. This has all been governed by spiritual beings. Personally, I think none of us would have ever survived this, this um, period or any period of evolution without spiritual beings um, guiding us from those realms and dimensions of what we call light um, and bringing their often incomprehensible and knowing and wisdom and, and teachings to our world. Um, we've been blessed, I feel we've been very blessed by so many people over the centuries what's, what's kept channeling this information and kept it going until we've reached this point where now it's exploded. Um, so we have a spiritual awakening, we have a cosmic event taking place. So what do we do about it? What's our role? We're, we're, what's our position in this event? And like everything else, it looks like we're beginning to build a new structure. The old one's dissolving. Um, and we as individuals possibly have to take responsibility. We've always relied on the external. We've relied on parents, family, friends, loved ones. We've relied on you know, work colleagues, bosses, relied on governments and institutions. It's all been external. What this cosmic event is telling us, or reflecting back to us, if you like, um, that we can tend and care and nature and look after ourselves, spiritually speaking. And from that spiritual point of view, we can then expand that awareness to this 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 world in which we exist in or realm which we exist in whichever way you look at it um so it's looking like people's foundations spiritual foundations um 
not only for those new people what are just awakening um and i'm hoping when people see for those what are already let's say awake or aware of spiritual beings and aware of change i have a wish in my heart that they those people have a tendency to put compassion at the fore of their minds for those who are awakening and for those who are not awakened yet because it's very easy for us to develop a negative mind towards people what don't think the same as us so i think it's really important that we we kind of go into that realm of, of the mind within us and look at ourselves through self-reflection and contemplation and recognize that there's a key word which is lingering in all of us and it's acceptance the acceptance of ourselves because we can only offer out what what we've got to whatever degree we have within within us um same as love understanding all of it everything what we offer out is all we have about ourselves within whereas i think this event now is saying okay guys look it's time to wake up whether you're laid in bed and you've got one eye open or you're out of bed and you're up and running you've run down the stairs you've had breakfast and you're out there in action spiritually it doesn't matter i think the key is compassion and and that compassion must ripen within and then reflect outwardly to to all living beings if you like and i think compassion is really needed at this minute <clears throat> and and acceptance the acceptance of who we are in body mind spirit soul whichever one we wish to look at so before i go any further um, very briefly when we're building a spiritual foundation as with any foundation we draw up the plans we get the idea for first we've had the thought and then we bring it into reality and same as anything we, we we tend to lay the plans out and then we go to work physically active um and this is a this this is a really important aspect when we're building a spiritual foundation the action side because very quickly we can say we have spirit spiritualism and spirituality and they're three different things even though they're of the same one spirit is a breath or the ether or the 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 you know um, the energy of the whole um where what contains all knowledge spiritualism is like the post office it's an information center where we go to pick our information up take it home with us we analyze it dissect it and dissolve it or absorb it whichever one we do but and yes and, and we've been good at that people have been good at that people have been aware of spirit have been good at that but there's a tend tendency to intellectualize it too much I mean, we're, 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 we're terrible sometimes we're in, in Menorca Consciousness Group. We end up, like Laurie said, we, we can talk, you know, until the scouts come up. But the, the topic, the subject is so vast and infinite. It's enthralling. Um, but it's what, what, yet we still probably intellectualize it, even though we say we're sharing the information. Wonderful. But we're still intellectualizing um which is very positive but the key is spiritualism it, sorry spirituality the key is spirituality now spirituality is putting the knowledge and the thought and the breath of spirit into action we can't go around saying we are spiritual beings 
of the top of our heads, if, if we are not going to reflect it by our actions, by our speech. So I think it's really important when we're building a spiritual foundation to understand what we are building and what's going to be reflected out to, the, to all other beings and, and, and emanations of light. Um, so that was just basically a quick kind of aspect. So if it's okay, I'm going to flip through some of these um, chat, uh, clips. And here we can see. So we have spirit. Again, foundation, what we're talking about. The subject matter is spirituality, if you like, and the spiritual awakenings. So we can say, let's look at the subject matter of what we're dealing with. Now, if we're building a structure, we're going to look at different paths because we aim to achieve something. We aim to reach um, a pure state, if you like, something what looks magnificent or emanates something which is wondrous and beautiful. And this is spirit. This is the light of spirit. So we need to understand what we are, we are kind of, embracing and discussing and, and um, moving with, you know, harmonizing with, if you like. So first off, you can probably see most of the, the, the aspects on the screen, spirit, spiritual guide, doorkeeper, guardian angels, celestial beings, cosmic beings. And, and on the left, I've just made a brief note of which one it is, of what each one is. Again, it's from the, the energy of this, what's sitting here, and its perception of its understanding over the years of what these things mean. But if we look at these aspects, then we see when we could, when we, we work with spirit, like we know some of the emanations where it's coming from. Is it a guardian angel or is it a doorkeeper? Are we dealing with a cosmic being or are we dealing with a spiritual guide? Now you could say all the one, one or all, which is correct. But we have a tendency to, to kind of pigeonhole things so we can make sense and understand them. So there's a brief list, um, which I really don't want to start reading through. Um, but you can see, you can see who we are merging and harmonizing with. Um, celestial beings, you know, where they're from, what realm do they belong to? We could say celestial beings belong in the heavenly realms. Some would say, well, spiritual guides are in the heavenly realms. Um, and I wouldn't disagree with that. I would just merely say that everything is energy, wavelengths, frequencies, and vibrations. And that's the basis for a spiritual foundation. Because when we begin to look at everything as in the form of energy, i.e. from ourselves, obviously, the most important one, we begin to recognize um, that we are made up of these particles and atoms, subatomic atoms. Um, I don't want to dive in too, too deep at, at the beginning, but you'll notice on each one of these um, slides, at the center point is that weird emptiness, which we'll come to further down the um, presentation. I don't want to frighten everybody at the minute. <laughs> So, so there's there's the kind of the topic of what we're we're relating to, as far as this subject matter building a spiritual foundation is concerned. Now, when we build a spiritual foundation, it isn't just about you know mediumship or healing. Um, 
is about the spirituality, it's about the expansion and ascension of what we call the soul, the consciousness, the mind, um, and the awareness of all things in, in whichever realm of existence we exist within or we harmonize with in, in both the material world as we understand it and out to the fringes of, in, of what we understand to be uh, the incomprehensible at this moment, which is infinity. Um, I think it's also important to say um, that when we think of the inner world, that kind of center point within, and we look at the edge of infinity, without kind of overstepping the mark here, they're one and the same. We just place time and space between them. But if we remove the concept of time and space, because time and space is relative to, to frequencies, okay? If we move our mind through meditation, contemplation, we move beyond the concept of time. And we tend to merge and harmonize with the present. Everything exists within the present, in this present moment, which kind of opens the doors to many things. Now, you could say, why is he talking about, you know, emptiness in the present and time and thing when we're building a spiritual foundation? I would say this to you. Every piece of information, is, especially what we call spiritual information, is extremely valuable. And they all fit on this ladder, what we call um, spiritualism, if you like, or the cosmos. And we as individuals and our perceptions place it where we are comfortable with. Now, some people what are awakening at this moment already have some of this information. They don't know where they've got it from. One theory is they studied mindfulness in previous lives. They experience so many things and they've evolved to this point where they've entered this world. And, and when the time's right, they've had their awakening and that knowing has ripened within them. So some of this, even though we're calling it a foundation, building a spiritual foundation, they already have some of this information. Those people who are being involved in this kind of philosophy or this area of teachings, if you like, um, have spent some time and still not got some of this stuff. And I would say it's in perfect order with the cosmos. And it really doesn't matter. We enter the space we enter in any given moment. And if we're talking about a spiritual foundation um, and the different aspects connected to it, who are we to say what somebody else should have placed in their foundation by us? So this presentation really is just to present different areas of a spiritual foundation. So materially speaking, we could say we've been building spiritual foundations since the day we landed on the planet. And, and we can dance a little bit and go, well, you know, come on, let's go further. We've always had a spiritual foundation. We are spirit. We are the light. Um, but these at the moment are tools, the relevant tools 
because we're entering a stage of evolution where we really need to develop or create a spiritual practice individually as individuals um we're not just facing turbulent times we're actually sensing them at the minute we're around them uh, we're in what we can call turbulent times so the spiritual foundation is the thing what's going to hold us strong if you like and protect us so there's two key things and i would say we're like flexible stays on on, on a ship on a mast that cable that wire will hold something in place and yet when the wind blows it's flexible so as much as we we go about building and creating a spiritual foundation and we want the strength and solidity of that foundation to be absolutely rock solid it's really important to equally generate the flexibility of minds because if we get if we develop a time mind during a spiritual building a spiritual foundation and any other day on our spiritual pathway of being if we develop a tight mind the tight mind closes up like a fist it gets tight it gets tense and there's stress in it and also a tight mind is dark it's not open to any light coming in to it so we need to be open to the light within us and the light around us in order to, to create this wonderful spiritual foundation um so we proceed from that point what do we need for a spiritual foundation acceptance compassion love patience you know all those lists that, that list what we're, we're aware of understanding the differences between spirit and guardian angels doorkeepers spiritual guides these are all kind of they give us substance to our to 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 be able to comprehend the incomprehensible because in a way that's what we're trying to do which by itself in a way we shouldn't be trying we should just be doing um or not even doing we should just be just be in any given moment but obviously we're explaining stuff we're reflecting stuff so we tend to to go for the details um in order to understand that what we're trying to understand so i'm just going to flick again through these um building a spiritual foundation as you can see trust faith belief meditation light and the oasis and on the list on the right side there most of them are there same thing is clear mind rigid mind flexible and so on okay um for anybody what wishes to to build a foundation or solidify it light is the key and it's and it's the light of emptiness we reach this conclusion on this path because we tend to put this mind or one of our minds we have which we could say the present consciousness is the one that relates to everything and 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 tries to make sense of it all um 
But I would say very much at this moment in time, um, if you actually look at who you are, if you find, if you call yourself by a certain name, a certain person, where are you? Do you actually exist in the form you think you do? Or is this an illusion what you've created of you? Okay. The mind tends to create these illusions and our grasping to those illusions makes them appear as realities to us. When in fact, the only reality is awareness itself. And in awareness, we tend to look at these different aspects. So just quickly going through these, these, these lists, what we believe are going to help and assist us, trust, faith, belief, etc. So it's trusting yourself and trusting spiritual beings, having faith in yourself and the same with spiritual being. The belief, you can see this. Now, you can see meditation is it. I think it's very important at the moment everybody meditates as much as they possibly can. And there's different ways of meditating which will come through. There's another chart, another slide further down. And the reason why I say this at this point is because meditation gives us a sense of peace. It can, it can dissolve the fear of what people may be thinking about things in their life. Um, many people tend to beat themselves up and are self-critical of the body and the mind and the emotions. I don't want to be like this. I'm feeling like this. You know, I look like this. I don't want to be like this. Like been it, been that thought, dissolve that thought. Because all those aspects are merely blocks stopping your light from shining. And so we say, okay, that's easy to say, which it is. It's like, how can we do it? It's like meditation. Stillness, meditating on light, shining your own light. If we shine our light, it dissolves the negative aspects of our mind. It dissolves any, any negative aspects within and around us. Right or wrong, at this moment, we've got many different bodies. We haven't just got the physical body, we've got many subtle bodies. We've got different minds. We've got the present consciousness or the present mind. We've got the subconscious mind, which a lot of people are familiar with, and everything, what we took in there. And then we have the soul consciousness. Or we can all just change them, swap them around and say, okay, if we've got three different minds, and we put energy into this and wavelength frequencies and vibrations. Then basically we've got a multitude of frequencies of consciousness. If we go within through meditation, the world we understand and many things which we are carrying within us, what we think we are carrying, begin to dissolve. If somebody can put these aspects at the very beginning of their spiritual foundation, it's likely they'll go flying up the ladder of enlightenment very fast. But we tend to be very distracted. When we're working with spirit or we're working internally, we need to really be mindful of, of all the aspects which distract 
us as individuals from going within and do something about those distractions. Remove them or remove our mind from those distractions. So I know, please, you know, um, bear with me because I'm bouncing about a bit here because I didn't, I don't want to kind of get too boring, too intense on these, these, these um, various aspects of building a spiritual foundation. Very quickly <clears throat> on this one, we've got spirit and psychic healing, meaningful life, meaningful journey. It's wise to look at the difference between spirit and psychic, especially for mediums. Are we giving a message from the spirit world of what we call, you know, communicating with a discount song, or are we working psychically? Many people will say, you know, not everybody's psychic. Rubbish. Everybody's psychic. And the reason being is because psyche is of the mind, equals mind. It's in any dictionary anywhere, anywhere in the world. Psyche equals mind. Now we know we've all got a mind, therefore we're all psychic. Um, it's how far or to what resonance or frequency that psychic ability is, is within or around each and, and used by us as individuals. So it, it's kind of wise to learn the difference very fast because often a lot of media mystic messages i've given up and this is not disrespect to anybody whatsoever we're, we're, we're infants of the universe um so we're all kind of you know finding our way through this but there's a big difference between a psychic message and a spiritual message from the discount of soul who knows us and knows everything about us and it's and it and it's kind of there's wisdom in finding out the difference um and it also has an effect on people's lives. If we are waking as mediums and we give a psychic message, the power behind that psychic message may resonate to a certain point. But the power of what comes from a spiritual being, a discounted soul, then the true force in there is so much more powerful. And it has a lot more meaning behind it and, and a greater impact on our lives. So, so it's worth learning the difference between them the healing aspect um i would say undoubtedly everybody's here on many different frequencies you know just a spiritual healer channeling light from different beings um any alternative therapist who's a healer whatever title they go under they're all collective um So we could we could we could say everybody's healing. Listening to somebody is healing for somebody. You know, it's how we apply these things. Meaningful life, meaningful journey, mindfulness, happy mind, be of service, chosen all living beings. Don't they sound wonderful? You know, when we actually look at the words and embrace them within our hearts and minds. There's, there's a majestic energy to those things, a meaningful life, mindfulness, being of service. Very quickly, I'd like to just do this one on, on being, being of service and chosen all the living beings. When we walk about carrying our woes and all our little complaints, what happens to them when somebody walks in the room 
and the distraught or in tears they've had a loss what happens to all our worries and fears at that precise moment to dissolve the con our thought is with that person our thought is to comfort them and what we call our issues or problems are gone so why do we hang on to them why do we not have that mind for other beings at all times this one is is quite quite powerful because we need each other i don't i don't i don't kind of i don't believe there's not one soul on this planet what does not need somebody or each other for me we need each other and the reason why we need each other is because we are each other and and i don't mean yeah you know, all the same robotically absolutely no way that can ask that's virtually an impossibility what i mean is in the moments within us as as beings of light or emanations of light we cannot be apart from other beings of light even scientifically we are conscious of, of, of other beings um if we put a, a beam of light through through a let's say a piece of card and it's got a split in it and that beam of light splits into two and one goes off in one direction one goes off in another direction it's a scientific fact that eventually them two will harmonize and merge back together but on that journey as separate journeys or supposedly separate journeys both those particles or waves of light are conscious of the one amazing and it, they're conscious because they are of the same consciousness and this is how we are as human beings however individual may seem to be and and this aspect of you know no man being an island unto himself is is true we can be we are the one source we are at the moment we could possibly possibly say we are the source itself but we're only just beginning to recognize and understand that so psychic spirit healing meaningful life meaningful journey these are all aspects just to chuck into your spiritual foundation now this next one is interesting and i question whether to put this one in or not but i was inspired to put it in um and this is what we face <clears throat> on our path of light if you like number one being of course the ego the eye I like the exercise where it, it, I always say or invite people to if you get up in the morning count how many times you've said the word I before 12 o'clock lunch you know unless you are on a silent retreat it's virtually impossible I need to do this I need to get that I need to go here the I I I when we're building a spiritual foundation a lot of the idols are as a result of the eye 
a lot of pain in life as a result of the I. Because I want, I am, I am grasping. I'm, I'm, I'm chasing this thing over here, me, I. And we can't help but put the we in this, can we? We, since we say we, there's a subtle, very, very subtle vibration to the difference between I and we. We is more expansive. It's more open. It's more elevated and ascended. Whereas the I draws us to this dot within ourselves, that self-chosen mind. I want to be a medium. It's all over the place. What I would suggest is is through self-analysis we'll see some other stuff self-analysis and introspection we can look at these because these are serious this is a list of pitfalls it's nowhere near the full list which you know we can all add to and the list i've got is a lot you know a lot longer than this one but i just wanted to put these in cronyism cronyism you know we see it around us we've done it Possibly ourselves. We've got friends with somebody, a group of people, and all of a sudden we've become cronies. And we haven't been honest. You know, one might say, Oh, you know, I want this to happen, and you know, several might disagree. But they won't go against that, that one. Because of this false state of friendship, if you like. And as a result of that, there's a sense of cronyism permeating in that group. But by being individualistic, but in a collective way, we then have a sense of detachment, if you like, non-attachment to each other. Because if we if we if we have too much attachment, we tend to lose the clarity of our our logical perception, if you like. And the whole idea of light is clarity, clear light, clear light of wisdom is what we're we're kind of hoping to achieve on a spiritual path again be careful of yourself to say you can check these out you can test them self-chosen mind our own self-chosen mind i want you know i want that share i want that car i want that job me 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 again the next one is a good one for me false gurus teachers personalities charismatic leaders for anybody whether you you know whatever state and path you are on spiritually. Be mindful of false gurus. Be mindful of teachers and personalities and charismatic leaders. It's the teachings which is most important, not the teacher. The 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 well standing of a spiritual teacher comes by his or by their actions of spirituality. If if anybody listens to spiritual teaching teachings, it's a question of going, putting them into action, meditating, contemplating, putting them into action. Find out for yourself if those teachings are true within your heart and in your mind. Then you know the teacher. It's coming from somewhere. It's coming from a pure space. 
um, and especially if we see them walking the talk. So this is just a little list. So criticism, you know, just remove it, then it don't do it no more. Disrespect for yourself and towards others on the spiritual path. You know, these are. I mean, we can see this. It's a list of negative garbage. You know, it just gets in our way and everybody else's way, and we we, we tend to end up. These normally end up resulting in conflict of some nature within us all around us. So it's worth bearing in mind. And then Maria, managing your own energies, responsibility, light, topping your tanks up, preparation, oasis. Um, this is the adult thing. This is taking responsibility. This is what we were talking with Laurie. At what point do we become an adult? When we begin to manage our own energies and not rely on somebody else. We're not relying on our mother or father or, you know, somebody else. External. Very quickly, what we've done. <clears throat> we've relied on the external. But basically, every single thing surrounding our existence. From the moment we are born, the external is put on us. The external. We arrive at these wonderful, beautiful, pure lights shining in them nature we're wrapped up something shoved in our mouth there's a bottle you know and and that's it we started from the external imposed upon and then from there it's the teachings of worldly affairs from our friends parents schooling etc you know um everything to do with the external whereas now we can take responsibility taking responsibility for our own mind and our own consciousness does to, to, and consciousness in this level we can say we have thought feeling and action if we have a thought do we think it's right if we think it's right and and we associate it with a feeling and then it feels right then both of them are telling us to put the thought and feeling into action because it is right when we start looking at the word intuition, intuition is first thought. So it's thought, feeling, action. We're beginning to tune into it, what, we, what we, we can say is pure intuition. Um, we need to understand this concept because intuition in its purest form is one particle of consciousness or thought which, which our own awareness has created. question at the minute what I like asking is did the thought you're having at this moment exist before you thought about it think about it does the thought you are having at this moment did, sorry did the thought what you are having at this moment exist before you thought about it or did you bring that thought about If we match that thought to intuition, does that thought feel correct to you? Is it negative? Is it positive? Is it neutral? Does it feel heavy or does it feel light? Pure intuition removes all of those things. Pure intuition emanates a knowing that the thought of pure intuition knows it knows itself is correct. And once we tap into pure intuition, 
with that knowing it means a spontaneous or instant instant instantaneous harmonizing with feeling and action so pure intuition and knowing and we act this is this is where we're going you could say it's not over there it's here so responsibility light light is in everything light is the you know we could spend you know several existences talking about light at this point if i may i'd like to throw in the concept of reincarnation past lives and karma if we are infinite beings then it's very likely we're just you know continuously incarnating on different levels and different dimensions not just what we call previous lifetimes are we doing it now simultaneously as we are in this lifetime where's our consciousness at this moment we can say okay this part of the consciousness is here but if we are joined to the collective whole are we simultaneously conscious in different realms at this moment and is that conscious thought having a lifetime well this one is not aware of but it's taking place in this moment so we can dance we can just dance and keep dancing topping your tanks up it's important this one is important and and i really like to share this because if we're feeling depleted it's because we haven't got a spiritual practice so we constantly need to top our tanks up through meditation breathing light it anything any technique what suits you what you're comfortable with top your tanks up daily or weekly if we get in the car and we want to make a journey somewhere we top the tank up we put petrol in there otherwise that car is not going to go anywhere and it's the same with the physical body and our being and all the other bodies within and around us they need replacement preparation constantly if you like preparation preparation if we're working as mediums or we're going to go on to you know do some healing whichever aspect of spiritual stuff we we, we move with we need to pre prepare prepare how do we prepare top your tanks up and when we open up to spirit we're not using anybody else's energy in that room we're actually harmonizing with them and you could say we are we're topping the room up if we're topped our tanks up because once we open up and spirit join us and harmonize with us nobody in that room is going to feel depleted they're going to feel uplifted if we've really prepared ourselves for if you like a demonstration of mediumship but i'm i'm, I'm using that as an instance we need to use this you know on a broader broader spectrum of things the oasis the madness of the city how many people live in towns villages and cities when it's chaotic you know it's chaotic and i don't just mean join these type previous um we need an oasis it's like the world is a desert at the moment minute spiritually speaking we know it's changing but we can we can kind of perceive it as a desert a spiritual desert 
We need to go to the oasis, to take a drink, to replenish ourselves, to rest, to give a moment of time to us. How do we do that? Meditation by going within ourselves. The oasis is within. The light within is the oasis. So it's okay. I'm gonna kind of I'm conscious of time, so I'm gonna fly through some of these. There's meditation aspects, the breath. Focusing your mind is really important to focus your mind on an object, an auspicious object, a candle, you know, your breath. When you wish to meditate and your mind's wandering all over the place and there's turbulence like it is, um, don't focus on the mind wandering off. Don't focus on the turbulence. Just bring your focus to your breath. Keep bringing your focus back of your awareness, your consciousness. And eventually, training of the mind, we then can hold that point of focus. And everything else falls away. Stillness is the most wonderful thing ever. This is one of my favorites. We can talk about stillness, you know, to, to, for forever. If we still the mind, healing takes place, clarity comes, clarity ripens out stillness. And the things what we're concerned with throughout our lives and day, stillness can counteract it. Because in stillness, the light shines that bright, it radiates from that point of clarity and it dissolves that, what we are holding within ourselves, what's causing us disease or suffering. The turbulence subsides, it's like still in the turbulence of your mind, focusing on stillness, focusing on stillness. So, so eventually, we can go, okay, I have got a still mind. From stillness, we have clear light. A clear light opens up and ripens. Everything improves on that point. Our well-being as a whole, our mediumship capacity, our association with people, everything comes from, from, from this point of stillness. We can do a meditation or visualization where we take the mind on a journey and imagine sitting by, you know, by inside of the ocean on the beach. That's using energy. A visualization uses energy mental energy because we're thinking of going somewhere it's still okay it's fine but if somebody really wants to generate energy and be calm and stillness is the one this very next one i would say protecting the mind um during this moment in time of evolution and we see both the internal and the external world spirit and spiritual beings have been pushing and pushing and pushing and inspiring this so much recently and i really wanted to share this one with everybody please protect your mind don't get drawn into dramas don't allow the fear to overtake your mind don't get drawn into conflict protect your mind because this cosmic event is all about this one thing, the mind, the expansion and ascension into the light of enlightenment, if you like. We can see, we can see enlightenment as, a, as, a, as a, a ladder with many rungs, infinite. You know, that there's this wonderful healing energy or this you know this wonderful gift of mediumship or psychometry and etc but with respect the many you know the second or third or fourth rung on the ladder 
of this infinite, you know, ascension. So we need to be really careful about how we perceive what's going on. And all these wonderful abilities, what's kind of ripening and showing themselves at the minute. If we protect our mind, give it stillness through meditation, then we just continue upon that ladder. Actually, you know, center point is where the ladder leads to anyway. It starts from there, it leads to the emptiness, where nothing actually exists apart from our own mind, apart from what our own mind creates. It's an illusion. With greater, but quickly moving on again. There you go. I was going to go in this protecting the mind, no distractions down. Keep, keep this, this detachment. It's important to stay detached from dramas and distractions. How can you? How can you get this sense of detachment? And if this, unfeeling and being cold. It means being calm and loving and compassionate without reacting to things. How can we reach that by moving our mind? We, have, we can move our mind. We're not just a fixed thing. We've got great flexibility and expanse. And um, so there we go. Look at I could almost do the inverse, but when we go to self-analysis, I think it's key that we, we're good at looking at ourselves. We don't need any of this, do we? Because we're really good at beating ourselves up. But we've had this one for years and years. But it's really important to have some form of self-analysis because it's a form of self-reflection. We can see where we are in any given moment, in any given conversation. We can be mindful of it. And we can change the things we think and say at any moment if we constantly self we have this self-analysis without without overdoing it. We can't use self-analysis to beat ourselves up in a different form. It's not for that. It means to be observant of who we are and how we're behaving and what we wish to emanate how we wish this meaningful life to be. Um, checking our intentions. If we check our intentions for everything we do, then we're moving towards the subtle mind. The subtle mind is the, is the observer of what we call present consciousness. Basically, we're moving to a different frequency of consciousness. And from that point, we can view it. From that subtle mind, we can view our consciousness. And we're like, normally, you know, initially, you'd be horrified. You go, oh, did I really say that? Did I really behave in that way? No way. How did that happen? And it's because we've let the illusion of the world control our present consciousness. And it's kept us from from our soul. Well, that's opening up and expanding and awakening. It's obviously our own behavior. And that's what's making us change things. So again, wisdom. For you guys to have a look at yourself. Really important. Let me go.
Venga. It may be wise to let go of everything you've ever known up to the last thought you've just had. Everything. Because it's no longer any good to us. We can't change it. We can't do it about it. It's behind us. Because I leave it. Let go of it. So many people take past issues or bring past issues into the present moment and and many people's lives are filled with past issues that they've got absolutely no chance of getting into future ones and yet we struggle to do it we drag ourselves into the future carrying all these past issues and and you can see the words there grasping and attachment it's because we're attached to them we're grasping onto the past it's not just liberating to let go of the past and it's not giving oneself a sense of freedom it's so beneficial for everybody else our lives and, and around the world because we've lightened up there's a certain letting go process um, which, which can be applied for meditation we can view things which we are we either wish to be free of or stored in our subconscious mind and we're carrying them. Um, I have to say at this point, probably 75% of what the human, what, what is in the subconscious mind, most individuals are not aware of. The density and heaviness of the mind and emotions and physicality comes from this scrap, scrap room in, in our mind within our consciousness called the present, uh, the subconsciousness. In that subconsciousness, it's like a scrapyard, and it's got so it's got anvils and rocks of old issues. When we look at old issues and these things, we, we, we because we give a sense of attachment to it, we lose the concept of, of its origins of source. When we wish to let go of something, go back to the source of it. Did it actually exist? Where did the source of what we carry come from? Was it one thought we had? What led to five years of something? What we're, we're still carrying and burdened by and pain by? Was it a month? Was it something we said? Did somebody say something to us? What we don't like? And we just gone, okay, chuck it in, chuck it in, chuck it in. Everything is energy. It's got to go somewhere. It's got to be dissolved or transformed. It must be activated. And, and if we have a thought and we don't put it into action, it goes in our subconscious mind. So if every thought is energy, a living energy at that, imagine how many living energies we place within our subconscious mind and we carry. Incalculable. But they're here. They've got to go somewhere. So they either stay within the subconscious mind, which then it means they're permeating within around our auric field. If the permeating within our auric field, then the permeating within around our other bodies on a very subtle level. So we really need to let go. Anybody who wants to go on to build a spiritual foundation, this is one of the key things I believe, is to start letting go. 
So it's like trying not to put new beautiful teachings of light and spirituality on top of old dense stuff. Try and let go of the dense stuff as much as possible as that transition is taking place. Open a space for that, that light of wisdom to go into and continuously do that. Family goes, okay, I'm not bothered. Just feed me, feed me, feed me. Spiritual stuff, spiritual stuff. Because eventually that will become a weight. If it's not channeled and it's not put into action, it's energy, it will go somewhere, arrest somewhere, and bump it's on our shoulders like little anvils and blocks. And it will just stagnate. Any spiritual knowledge, what is not utilized and put into action, will eventually stagnate like everything else. And I don't believe anybody what's, big, what's building the spiritual foundation wants anything to do with spiritual knowledge to stagnate. Because if it stagnates, it's got to be broken up. It takes energy and effort to do that. And, and you know, it's like going around in circles. I think I'm hoping we've got time. I'm not sure. But I'm just going to just show you one or two of these. Gamma. I'd like to continue with this, but it's too long a subject. Karma is in every thought, every speech, and every action we do. Our future is dependent on our thought and speech and action right now, in every moment, every one of them, all of them. Past, present, future. The result of today's world is as a result of our collective karma. And I have to move on from this <laughs> and, and leave you guys to have a look at that. Uh, we're back to acceptance. This is one what I'd like to show. Experience, first-hand experience. Um, if we can liken it to, to somebody, listening to somebody who's reading somebody else's teachings or reading from a book, it's like they're talking off the top of the head. It's wonderful. And informative and, and and we can we can absorb it but it's second-hand knowledge first-hand knowledge comes from first-hand experience as beings of awareness living in this multi-dimensional universe or cosmos we merely need to be open and all the knowledge of everything is around us it's permeating through all space There's a belief that 99 point something percent of a physical body is actually space. And knowledge is flowing through it all the time. We can gain, we, can, we, we, we have the ability, the wonderful ability to be the knowledge and orate it, to put it into action. So all these different aspects of the spiritual foundation don't just apply at the beginning of somebody's journey. They apply all the way through it. I'd just like to show you this. Um, I don't know whether I'm going to be able to play this, but no, I'm not. I'm just going to show you. So please bear. So there we've got the seven bodies. So I've just jumped from one subject to another. Sorry. <laughs> But I kind of was inspired earlier to put this on. This is off another PowerPoint presentation. 
But while I was preparing earlier for this this evening, I was inspired to share these next two or three images. We can see what they are from the physical to you could say the auric. And in between, we've got the mental, emotional, we've got the astral, the etheric, where you know, we've got these things. Let's, let's try this one, see if it might give us a list. There you go. Don't know if I can actually play this in its animated form. Maybe. Hopefully, you'll be able to see this. I hope you can all see that. Yep, that's nice and clear there, Brilliant. Uh, Colin. Brilliant. If anybody, or if any of you wonder who you are, you stare at yourself. This is who we are. A minimum of seven frequencies according to electromagnetic spectrum, according to what we call the chakras. Each chakra represents a body, that body emanates, and there we are. We know we have a minimum of seven chakras. We know there's more than that, but there's a minimum of seven chakras. Each chakra is a vortex of energy, a vortex of consciousness, where our thoughts are moving through this vortex, through this, 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 what we call the ether, vacuum of ether. On these waves, these these kind of um, um, particles of light, of consciousness moving through this vacuum, and as they cross each other, they create what we call the, the the vortex or the chakra, the wheel, the spiral of energy. And as they mix and merge and harmonize, there's an expansive aspect to this thought energy of the chakra of consciousness, which creates minimal the seven bodies very quickly i'd like to share this with you if we're thinking from the physical body we can see all the way up through those vibrations and those what we call the finer frequencies of consciousness through those other bodies where we come to the point here we could say how tall are we? How tall are we? Are we this physical height, what we call, you know, one point something meters or feet or, you know, whatever we want to do? We're staring at infinity of consciousness of our own being. It's amazing. And each one's represented by a different color. We, we, if, for those, I know we're, 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 we're going to be brief here. But for those people who are interested in this side of stuff, then we're, we're staring at sacred geometry. We're, we're looking at the ether as far as the toroidal fields and torus fields are working, the, the genetic structure of life and existence. And, and this is all inspired from spiritual beings trying to bring us this amazing inf in, information. 
as we open up and experience this global spiritual awakening and we merge and harmonize with existence and the dimensions of layers beyond layers beyond layers of incomprehensible worlds and dimensions dimensions moving and merging through each other this is who we are here this if you wish to look in a mirror don't look at the physical body move your mind let your eyes go through and see the beauty of you really who you really are these these vast emanations of consciousness which can tap in and merge with a consciousness in any dimensional aspect or frequency we really are emanations of light made up of energy, wavelengths, frequencies, and vibrations. This is the beauty. This is what's happening right now. We're evolving to its next state, our next state, we're moving from the physical to either the astral or the etheric. I believe it's gonna be the etheric one. There's so much more we could discuss here, but I know we're gonna be out of time. And this, this is where we're at at this minute. If you wish to step this on your path to a spiritual on a spiritual journey <clears throat> then then make your foundation solidify it and then start dancing with who you really are we're like notes and chords of the cosmos getting tuned in so at some point in the future we're just going to make this wonderful cosmic orchestra it's going to start to play and we're at this moment when we're getting tuned into those frequencies. We're tuning ourselves in as one now. Our family, friends, everybody around the world is tuning in at this moment. To, so then is, is vibrating at such a frequency that collectively we enter a new age of, of, of spiritual, spiritual perception, spiritual being where all these dimensions will open up to us. The spirit world is not, you know, there isn't a veil between the worlds. There isn't this, this line between all these dimensions. It's a figment of our own imagination. It doesn't exist. Everything is merged with everything else. And we are probably gonna get shot in the foot for this one. We are the center of the cosmos as we simultaneously are the cosmos and the very edge of the cosmos because there is no edge and there is no center we are knowing beings we just need to merely accept that accept who we are and the beauty and light of who we are and when we accept the beauty and light of who we are we know what we will see externally we will see the beauty and light of everybody else. If we see the light in the people, we've taken that step in evolution. I think that's it. How, how, how are we doing? That was great. <laughs> that's really, really good. Colin, I, I keep wanting to call you Darren. Colin. <laughs> and I said, shall I stop sharing this now? Or do I? I don't know. I, 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 
It's all right. I've taken it off screen, mate. It's just uh, yourself and ugly me on the screen now. Ah, okay. Oh, right. I can get here then. Right. There you go. Yeah. That was really good. Thank you so much. A uh, couple of bits I got a little bit lost on, I'll admit, but I'll go back over it and yeah. try and pass it out. A lot of it I'm going, yep, been there, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and I know a lot of people watching uh, as well were the same. So yeah. if, anybody, <clears throat> if anybody out there has got any questions, just please type them into the chat box. Um, Nothing came up during the actual talk, but yeah, the um, general opinion is yeah, thoroughly enjoyable. Thank you, and you can see you loved it as well, and that's great. That's just what I really love about some of these uh, broadcasts mm. is when you see the other person's passion coming out. As like lovely. Thank you. Thank you so much. Just a few of the comments coming in. Lovely Sue. Thank you, Sue. Well, thanks. Thank you for inviting me. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Susan. Donna. Oh. Oh. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Yeah. So lovely comments coming in there. One chap got very engrossed, Darren. Ah, oh, Darren. Correct. Maybe yeah. Darren. Yeah. Yeah. I'll sneak oh, that in. If I'm invited, anytime. It was saying me you. asking. That's <laughs> my crafty way of slipping it in. There we go. Don't have to ask. Wonderful. Yeah. Was that a I saw. I saw you uh, twinkle when you were talking about karma. Oof, yeah. Yeah, so perhaps um, this year now uh, all the slots are taken, but uh, going into next year, maybe a night on karma? Yes, very much so. More Brilliant. Thank you Brilliant. so much. Oh, yes, we have a consensus online. <laughs> it's a very intriguing subject. Yes, yes. Um, it's funny, isn't it? We all get drawn on different things. Karma and what's the other one? Reincarnation, I'm afraid, yeah. are not my things. Yeah. I always say I'm having enough trouble in this bloody life, let alone any of the others. <laughs> <laughs> but very interesting because you said something there that i think has been said three times in the past by different people about going back in incarnations in fact you brought in a new dimension about going forward in incarnations Ooh. that that is uh, very interesting there is just so much going on at the moment yeah. and it, it is we've got an open mind Somebody last night was talking and saying about using thought forms, but in a practical way. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that I opens up it. so many doors. <laughs> thought, I've always believed, Barry, since, since, since I first kind of started this, you know, opened up by the Spirit's Awakening. Um, thought is everything. It's a living energy. And it has so much bearing 
on our lives completely all the way through the day and because it's consciousness things um and and nobody seemed to know whether thought was a wave or a particle because this is where light is connected so and the closest we can get to it is that thought a particle of thought rides the wave of light all right that's, yeah. that's where we're at at the minute and that's why you probably see some mediums they can work very fast because They've tuned their mind, they've sent their consciousness to a higher frequency, which is a faster one. And on each peak is one single thought. So it's like, I've got such and such, such and such, and they just start rolling this stuff off the top. Whereas other mediums can be a bit like, uh, take longer and it's slightly slower. It means that the vibration or frequency or wavelength they're tapping into is long and slower. So there's less particles of thought on those peaks because there's less peaks. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, it does. Yeah. Well, they say, don't they, quick mind. Yeah. If somebody else got a quick mind. It is. It's bang, 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 bang. Yeah, cool. I can see that with the waveforms. Yeah. Yeah, very and interesting. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. It's been lovely. Well, I'm pleased everybody's enjoyed it. Oh, very much so. Very much so. And as I said, the uh, wonderful thing is now you're creating yet another facet to the uh, reference library that we're building up online, both on the YouTube page and also on the church Facebook page. And this, this is a really interesting part, the amount of people who watch these presentations later on. Uh, that was something I... It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I, I didn't... I really like the sound of it. Yeah, it's good. It is. Trust me, it's very, very good. Oh, we've got Chris Shearer on. Hello, Chris. How's lovely Karen? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us tonight. It's been absolutely wonderful. Um, we look forward next week at 7 o'clock. We have Jason Dean Rothwell taking our evening. And he'll be sharing some of his philosophies with us. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, at the moment... We have the live services within the church. Tomorrow we have Darren Orlowski at 3 o'clock, live in the church and live to view at home. On Wednesday at 3 o'clock, we have Tony Goswell, live, church, uh, live service within the church and live to watch at home. Next Sunday, as far as I can glean from the news so far, we uh, won't be having anything. We are going into lockdown from midnight on Thursday in the UK. So we will look at putting the services over to online as we did during the last restrictions. I may well be using Zoom as a platform rather than this for the service, which if it is if we are shut, which has there's no definition, but it's looking very likely we are. Um, I will be switching over to the Zoom platform for the church services because working as a medium myself, mediumship works absolutely brilliantly on Zoom. No problems yeah. with that. Yeah, we don't have this time lag. Uh, but our presentations, the educational ones and the meditations will continue on, on the StreamYard platform because 
you can see, all right, we had a little bit of interference on the line tonight. You went into Professor Hawkins halfway through for a little while. <laughs> but, <laughs> Was he? He's dead, isn't he? Oh, no, 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 no. Well, yeah, he is actually. No, but you know, the, the, the sort of like slightly robotic voice. Um, but it wasn't detrimental to the evening. But this this oh, right. platform is really good. We've had uh, you can forget Steve from Australia on Saturday morning. Absolutely awesome, uh, and it's just such an easy system for people to watch because you don't need to log in or download anything, and also for our guests to join in on as well. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, well, yes, so it looks like. Uh, thank you, Dolph. No. Thank you so much, Colin. Absolutely brilliant. Now, I'm going to wrap it up there. Yes. Uh, got two cats locked indoors and some idiots letting off fireworks down the road. So uh, I'm, I've now got two oh. hyperactive, distraught cats who will be hiding in the microwave or something by the awesome. time I get there. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, well, thank you. Thank you so much, and and thanks for everything. What you guys are doing over there. Thank no, you. No pleasure. It was an absolute joy. Thank yeah. you, Ava. Wherever you are, she's round there somewhere. I think she's round there somewhere. I think yeah. Ava was the one watching us on um, YouTube. That was quite nice to see somebody who was actually viewing us live on YouTube and sort ah. of catching up. Yeah. So yeah, well done, Ava. <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks, Ava. <laughs> right, yes. we'll bid you all right. a good night. Thank you all. Take care. Stay safe. Do not go out rushing out to buy 200 loo rolls. There is no need. Uh, and if you... <laughs> Here we go again. All right. It's called degree base consciousness, but frequencies on your base. Oh, there you ah. go. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Laurie. It's been amazing. Yeah, absolutely awesome. Thank you.